PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in real. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. Welcome to the weekly wrestling wrap up by Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boys, Tricky and Stoutsy. What's up, you fucking marks? What is up? What is up? Happy Friday to you guys. Oh, I forgot to mention this on Offended yesterday. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, yeah, um, did you, bud? Uh, happy Penguin Day. I meant to say that. I meant to shout out the penguins. It's Penguin Day. Is it? Yeah. Love no. penguins. Feel That's like kind of them weird. down. It's really weird because for some odd reason, like I guess my nephew got a hold of the DVDs today, and Happy Feet was like on the kitchen table, and I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is Happy Feet out?" It's weird. It's Penguin Day. He knew. What does this one-year-old know that I don't? Yes, he actually he's fucking with it. He has social media. He's like Boss Baby. <laughs> Dude, that's his favorite movie. <laughs> It's his favorite fucking movie in That's the world. Hilarious. He just laughs at it. <laughs> fucking That's little shit. That little shit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So kind of like a reboot in the wrestling world this week. Um, new rivalries, new... Uh, it's kind of the new era. Raw was Raw was pretty good this week. Um, yeah. I feel like it's going to take a little baby steps to like get to where like we would want it to be. But other than that... It, yeah, and... I know people are like, you know, wrestling should never slow down, but I feel like this, like after Mania, there is a bit of like a slow kind of. Oh yeah. Like uh, it dies down a bit. One, I think everybody's just kind of like, I, I know I am like, I'm wrestling drained for some, like this past week, I completely forgot about raw and SmackDown. I guess cause I'm watching playoff hockey and stuff and a little bit of 
Cardinals baseball's back and they're playing well, so I'm watching some of that and I'm just like, holy fuck! I completely forgot about wrestling almost pretty much this week. Yeah, but uh, you know, but it's 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 gonna happen. Yeah, you know, I mean, the wrestlers are drained a little bit probably, and they're mm-hmm. you know, like you said, we're starting new rivalries, starting the year. You know, you got to get the ball slowly rolling, and you know, it, it'll it'll get there. It'll it will get there. It will, and you know, yeah. I can't just expect it to just happen right away. It's got it's going to take some time. No, and you know, it's actually I kind of like that it might be a little slowed down. Hopefully, we get some drawn out storylines a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not everything's got to be so quick. Maybe you know. Elongate some feuds and yep. you know no, some my, big some big payoffs. One thing I do agree with with uh, with uh, PWP owner Jay Adaletto. One thing I do agree with him on is the uh, if they, it seems like Raw and SmackDown just fall onto like these safe matches now. Like they just fall like we can just put a match here instead of like mm-hmm. you know, putting a story together and like you know putting some outlandish like crazy like segment like how we used to see all the time and i think that's one thing that should change like moving forward i mean like you gotta put these stories together i mean look how good nxt's nxt's found a way to blend them both together like yeah and only within an hour like i know people are like oh well, it's only an hour that's easier it mm-hmm. can also be difficult i feel like you know you gotta yeah you got an hour it's not you don't gotta book three hours but an hour is almost not enough time for NXT sometimes, I feel like. It's yeah. like, holy shit, we could get a little bit more out of this. Right. And what NXT does that the main roster doesn't that's fucking really good is that they wait till takeovers to do some matches. Like, they yeah. don't fucking... We don't see the same matches over and over and over. Like, yeah. we, get, we have to wait until takeovers to see them. And that's what I think, especially the main roster does, like, too much. They're putting too much, like pay-per-view matches on Raw and SmackDown. Like, Andrade Mysterio. That should be pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, right. Finn Balor, Andrade this past week should be a pay-per-view match. The fucking right. Hardys versus the Usos should have been a pay-per-view match. Like Definitely. Like, build these stories. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're getting... <laughs> we're getting too many good matches on the main shows, which sounds like we're bitching or complaining, but there's a way around it. Yeah. You know, like you said, do some do some different segments, some backstage, uh, you know, interaction type segments or just promos or something. You know, yep. And then these wrestlers only get better at the promos too if they you know if they're doing it more. I mean, you can only tell so much of a story in a match, right? You know, and I think when you do those matches, you know, all people are looking for is the holy shit moments or the this is awesome stuff, and like plenty of wrestlers are said. Hey, dude, like, yeah, that spot's awesome, but you're not really telling anything. Right. Like, just because the crowd's chanting this is awesome for a spot doesn't doesn't mean you're really doing that good of a job. Right, right. You know? And, I mean, like, granted, like, the, yeah, it is awesome to see, but in a storytelling, in a storytelling way, it's missing. And, like... I it's think, more awesome with a big payoff at a pay-per-view. Right, and I think the one exception to this and i think the big payoff was kofi and brian at mania i think that was the big that's the one that they hit perfectly and like it doesn't have to always be like at these big four pay-per-views it doesn't always have to you don't you don't always have to wait until these pay-per-views like no do it for like some other pay-per-views like that's the 
that's the thing that I think WWE is missing out on, man, is that like it's becoming very predictable that nothing big is going to happen at the sm- at the B shows. It's always going to be at the big four pay-per-views. And that yeah, need, I think sucks. that needs to kind of change a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, a few that I can think of right now, and really because it's a match that I, um, we're going to pick our top three Money in the Bank matches we got. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a teaser of mine, but, you know, you look at that, like, Christian and uh, Randy Orton feud from, like, 2011. Mm-hmm. How many different pay-per-views they went through. Right. You know, And they were all, like, meaningful, big, big matches. Yeah, they had the huge payoffs. I think it was, like, SummerSlam or something like that. But, uh, you know, they were – you can still have those matches, like, big matches with feuds at a pay-per-view like Money in the Bank or, like, a Battleground and still continue that feud into the big four. Right. And have an even bigger payoff if you keep adding to the story more and more mm-hmm. drama and whatnot. So, yeah, like we've, we talked about it. It's like it's almost they're, – it's like they're trying to give you too many short stories. Right. And it's like give me that 400 fucking page Harry Potter book story, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but it's so true. Give us a slow burn. Like give us yep. – get us hyped up to see this match. Like it doesn't get us hyped up when we've seen the match five times already on a Raw or SmackDown. No, not at all. Yeah, but that's that's all I gotta say about that. And some other news that came out today: WWE has declined Luke Harper's release. Well, then do something with him. No doubt. Maybe that maybe Man, that means they're going to. I hope. I know we've talked about this. We talked about it when he had a uh, his IC title, you know, mm-hmm. brain. I guess if you want to call it. We both were like, "Hey, he's Dude, he's, he's pretty good. good in the ring by himself." And you know, I don't know. I can't really remember any promos or anything maybe he did but he's a pretty damn good uh individual wrestler and yeah he is I for mean, a big he, guy yeah he should have been added to the orton wyatt match at wrestlemania a couple of years ago for the title yep. it yep. just would have added so much more to that match like yeah and and like the one thing that like um did you ever watch the diamond at kojovic kojovic match against him from no i haven't yet just fucking i have not just, yet He's just an incredible performer that should – he needs to be on television. Like, he needs to be on the main roster in some ways, some shape or form. Yeah. Yeah, he really does. There's something there with him, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like he could probably cut a good promo. Like, oh, for sure. He's cut some promos yeah. <laughs> before. I mean – Yeah. And like I said, you go ahead. I just think that WWE is afraid of him going to AEW personally. And if people really want to say that AEW is not – competition the wwe and wwe isn't scared of them you're out of your mind there yeah there's something going on to where wwe doesn't like it i mean fuck they wouldn't make these people remove their shirts if they weren't scared of them yeah or you know they wouldn't keep a luke harper or they wouldn't let sasha banks go on about a three four week vacation she's been on now to clear her head and figure out why she's upset or what she wants you know right and they just did something they just did something else recently that was like, if you're not like, if you don't think WWE thinks of AEW as competition, you're kind of a dumbass. Like, yeah, like there's something going on and they don't like it, you know, like, yeah. And, uh, AEW's getting some steam moving forward. I mean, fuck just this past week, gold dust is, was revealed. Dustin Reynolds was revealed as Cody's opponent at double or nothing. I like it. I like it a lot. I think so it was a I. missed opportunity, uh, WWE. I know they kind of did the Stardust versus Goldust angle, but it still wasn't. It was more this, about like him, like 
about Cody like not being Cody anymore when it should have been about yeah. family and like it should have been about the Rhodes family name and like everything. That's what the story should have been about. Yeah, this is different. I saw the poster for it and I was like, "Oh boy, dude, this the, can uh, be good." The promo that Dustin Reynolds cut on Cody was fucking phenomenal. Like, I mean, phenomenal. I haven't heard it yet. It's on the uh, Double or Nothing's like YouTube site. It's like a five okay. minute video. I mean. Katie was sitting there watching. And he's like, "Damn, this is getting me kind of hyped up for this match." I'm like, "I know this is fucking good. Like, this is really good." Yeah. Well, I mean, we've heard a good Goldust promo when he was here, and how he's a great uh, worker. Yeah, and Cody. I mean, we fucking know what Cody can do. I mean, it's gonna like I think <laughs> I think it, like you're gonna see some realism like really brought out. Like, obviously, it's gonna be you know scripted, quote unquote. But yeah. I think they're I think they're just gonna let loose on each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's just gonna be things said, and it's gonna. I, I, I'm excited, man. Like I'm excited it's gonna too. Be awesome. It's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a good show. Yeah, um, definitely. JCD. <laughs> yeah, Becky. <laughs> Anything Becky does, fuck, fuck him, fuck her, oh fuck God. the man. Yeah, yeah. She breathed. <laughs> she. Oh my God. She just opened her mouth. Fuck her. She came out and she fucking breathed. That Irish accent, <laughs> all about Charlotte. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right, so moving on. Uh, let's get into our matches of the week, our three matches of the week. Money in the Bank edition. We'll move forward this month with our favorite Money in the Bank matches from uh, pay-per-views or just Money in the Bank matches in general. Yes, yes. All right, Money in the Bank month here on the wrap-up. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, Sure. I'll yeah. go first. Uh, my first. My one. first match is. Um... Hey, I gotta go. Uh, so if you just want to wrap, you can finish up the show. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to AEW's offended podcast. <laughs> can I get my release? Oh man, that, that hasn't happened in weeks. It felt so good. I thought you were gonna do it to me on the uh, when we recorded our last for this. I thought about it, but I was like, yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> the songs one's not the same with just two people. <laughs> yeah, it still works. It still feels yeah. good. I uh, know. <laughs> All right, what's your first match? Oh, you can go ahead. I want to do nope. it again. Nope. Nope, you go ahead. <laughs> My first match, I'm going with a little underrated. Uh, I guess, yeah, we'll call it an underrated match from last year's uh, Money in the Bank uh, show, Last Man Standing for the WWE Championship, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. It was just a fucking war. Like that was the best match of the of the rivalry between them. Yeah. Oh fuck, man! I forgot about that one because it was better than the Mania match. Yeah. Oh my god, by far it was the best match yeah. they had. We're like, where was that at Mania? Right. Right. And you know, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you can't tell me that the booking and the pacing of the show and the main roster. I mean, it's so different from NXT. It's like, hey, you, I'm. I'm fucking sold on the fact that Vince like last year, not so much this year this year I think has kind of changed a little bit I think Vince has kind of realized it that the pacing of the show last year was almost like don't go so all out but it's like, but it's Wrestlemania and I think the matches on that card I think they show, like they didn't go all out when it's like, you should be going all out in these matches, why are you not? and it's almost, to, to me, it was almost like, is it in a way protecting Roman and like, kind of like letting Roman have that spot and letting him go all out. Right. 
Was that the kind of like the thought process? I mean, because you look back at some of these pay per views, it's like, why are the matches like not that great? And it, that's that's my that's my theory on it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. But anyway, Styles Nakamura. It's my number one. Uh, my first match of the week. What's yours? Nice. Uh, my first match. I don't know if maybe you picked this one. Uh, CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. Oh, 2012. Great fucking match. I did not pick that match. With AJ Lee as the uh, special guest referee. It's a great no match. Disqualifi- no disqualification mm-hmm. match. It's just a technical uh, wrestling match, really. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was like overlooked because this is when Punk's. It was a, yeah, it's probably when like when his title reign was just like completely overlooked. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know people didn't care, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it's a fucking badass match. It's a great uh, match. CM Punk, obviously with the win. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, two fucking, two fucking stars in the making, just going at it. Yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. So, Great I thought match. you would have that match for show. No, I got a different punk match. Oh, so, okay. but uh, my number two, uh, I'm gonna throw it to 2016 Seth Rollins versus uh, Roman Reigns for the you, WWE Championship. Um, you, you dick. You, was that yours? It's also my next one, yeah. Oh, you want to wait? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my number two is uh, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. Um, 2016, Money in the Bank. fucking phenomenal match, back and forth. Like, that's what I'm talking, like, that's what pay-per-view matches should be. Like, like those yeah. two, like, just just a great match. Um, and then you got the Ambrose cash-in at the end. Like, yeah. All three all members three of, them. of the sh- Yeah. Yep. All three yep. members holding the title in one night. I think that's fucking. That was cool. I thought that was really very cool. so cool. There's a so cool. There's a picture backstage somewhere on the internet with all three of them just like hugging each other after the pay per view. It's like we all three were champions tonight. Like that's fucking cool, man. It's crazy. It's unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, and that match was just awesome. It was. Oh my god. Great match and that jumping pedigree when he Roman was going. Oh the yeah, the spear. I did not see that coming at all. I, I, I didn't either, man. I, I remember popping for that. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, because I was like, at first, I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I was like, "Oh my god, he hit him with the pedigree." Yeah, he fucking hit him with the pedigree, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I'd like watch the replay back. I was like, "Holy shit, he pulled that off!" Yeah, fucking great, great match. Um, nice, nice. Um, I guess I'll go to my number one now. Okay. My number one, 2011, one of my all-time favorite matches, uh, CM Punk versus John Cena. Oh, good one. What a match. I mean, just what a story. Like, And mm. Punk legitimately not signing a contract to the day of that pay-per-view. I mean. Yeah. It's awesome. And the way the match ends with him just, like, blowing Vince a kiss and running out the arena. <laughs> yeah, what a dick. I know. I Love wish it. the... Um, I do wish that they would have held off till SummerSlam before Punk came back. The pop would have been so much bigger if Punk like runs in and fucks over Cena or like screws over the entire match and he holds up the real title. Yeah, just would have been yeah. so much better. Yeah, you're not wrong, but of course it's not what we got. Nope, we got Kevin Nash. LOL, thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yep 
Um, Holy shit, that's funny. What's your number one match of the week? Uh, my number one is also from 2011. Uh, and I kind of teased a little bit earlier, but uh, Christian versus uh, Randy Orton. Ooh. The title yeah. with uh, Christian winning the championship. Pay per view that is. Yeah, and that feud was just fucking awesome. It was. Um, it was back and forth. Was that? Think... No, it was 2012. Never mind. Who won Money in the what? Bank that year? Oh, it was Del Rio. Uh, <laughs> Who won the SmackDown bleh. one? Um, Daniel Bryan. You right. Yep. <laughs> you you right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was saying uh, it was Ziggler who won the Money in the Bank that year, but that was the following year. Yeah. Yeah, Christian Randy Orton was awesome. I think that was the second time Christian got the because he won the title like earlier in the feud, and then Randy got it like a week later or something like that. He got it the he Christian won the title and Randy won it on the following SmackDown. Yeah, so there's in a pretty a way, cool. He held it for like three days. Yeah, there's a pretty cool. Uh, I don't know whose documentary it is in. Maybe Randy Orton's, or maybe it's just a some type of. I don't know what it is, but. Christian talking about Randy Orton might have been on the podcast. No, oh, it was on their podcast, and they're talking about that feud and how Vince wanted it to like almost end or something like that, and wanted it to end earlier, mm-hmm. or he wanted them to go long, and then he wanted to cut it short. And Randy Orton like strongly went to he wanted to basically kill Christian and give the spot to Mark Henry, and Randy Orton apparently went to Vince and was like. No. He's like, you told us we we're going to see this through till the end. Christians deserve this. I know Mark Henry's hot. He'll be fine. Christian deserves this feud to go on longer. He hasn't had his mania moments. This is his mania moment. Like, and uh, it's just kind of a cool story how like people don't you know, give Randy Orton shit and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, he stepped up to the plate and was like, no, man, like, come on. This yeah, is Christian's time. Like, because, yeah, because they're, they're going to give the title to Mark Henry at SummerSlam. And Orton was like, yeah. no, we're supposed let's hold that off. Because it was yep. literally like a month, I think it was a month after SummerSlam, I think, then he went into the program with Henry, and Henry won the title. Yep, that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that whole feud's just an awesome story of just two wrestlers knowing what was so good for the business at the time, and good for mm-hmm. the both wrestlers, and it's like, you know, you know sometimes that's what, I think wrestlers need to kind of maybe let's do that now, and you know, mm-hmm. I think we see it in NXT with Owens know, did Ciampa's talk. Yeah, Owens did it. Uh, I know Ciampa... Uh, he was on the pod, their pod recently, and talked about it with uh, you know how he went to Triple H and was like, "Hey man, I, I I think I think we should do like I want me and Johnny want to do this like we think this is you know what we mm-hmm. should do." And he was like, "That this is what you guys want to do?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, let's let's do it then." You know, and I think wrestlers seem to start doing that more. Not be afraid, go, you know, go up to Vince, and be like, "Hey man, come on!" Like I think we got something here, and that's what you know. Jericho and Austin always talk about. It's like you can't be afraid to talk to Vince. Like it might be intimidating yeah. at first, but you got to kind of become friends with Vince a little bit and kind of joke around with him. And I know Owens, Owens on his like Chronicle or his 365 documentary, you see Owens a lot going up to Vince and asking Vince for opinions and like things. And that's, I think that's something that's missing in the wrestling right now in WWE. And I think that just shows how good a performer that Kevin Owens is like in how much he just loves wrestling. Yeah. And it's no coincidence that the 
the main, the big guys we see, the stars, the guys who who click out there with the fans. Mm-hmm. It's no co- coincidence they're the ones that you know they're they're the ones that are in Vince's ear all the time. Right. You know, the worst he can say is no. That's what all those wrestlers always say. The worst thing he's going to tell you is no, but at least he knows that your mind's going and that you care and that you want to. You know, you're not just there to collect a paycheck and exactly job out and be on a couple of couple of shows every once in a while. So exactly. Um, that being said, those are our matches of the week. Uh, great matches. I still wish that WWE had like a playlist thing that you could share with like friends and stuff. And yeah, man, make it kind of like a Spotify yeah. thing, but just for matches. I think it'd be cool. Like, yeah, I think it would too. It'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll be. We need to. We cool. need to write him a letter. Well, apparently, a new company bought out the network, and they're supposed to be changing the interface and make it more user friendly than it is now. And thank God. Hopefully, it happens soon because I hate this. The way that like you have to find shit. It takes so long just to scroll over just to get to WrestleMania. Oh, uh, it's so it's it's so much easier on a on a PC like a laptop. Oh yeah, because you just get like you get the drop down. Yeah. It's so much easier. I hate like on my PlayStation, you have to. Oh my God, you're scrolling forever to like. It's like, oh, and the worst is you can't like, like if you go to the pay per views, first one's like Armageddon. If you want to get to Mania, you can't like click left and make it go like backwards. You have to just go all the way to the very end. It's like, right. come on, this is terrible. Right. Um. So with that said, um. Real quick before we get into Raw and SmackDown, I want to bring up. I don't. Did we talk about Dave Meltzer last week? By the way, and his ratings and everything. Uh, I don't think we did. I know we threw a jab at him for something. Did, we didn't talk about his WrestleMania ratings. No, we didn't. Okay, I just want to touch on this real quick. Um, it bothers the fuck out of me that this guy is still valued as like a respectable like person in wrestling the go-to for criticism on wwe programming um Mm -hmm. it's so fucking obvious that this guy does not give two shits about the main roster and what they do and he is just giving them just bad ratings and just like all this other shit and the one that the one match that pissed me off was miz and shane he gave them one and a half star out of five it's ridiculous. What? And he doesn't give Brian and Kofi a five-star match? What do you give them? Like a four and a half? Oh, jeez. I know. It's just like, dude, you obviously don't give a shit about the main roster at all. Like Gargano, uh, Adam Cole, five-star. Five and a half stars, I think, is what they gave him. Another five-star match for Johnny five-star. But Johnny <laughs> kick him in the ding-ding. Um, but is he... Is he just get, is this like on the actual like match or does he include like the feud in general? That's it's on the match. Okay. Either way. Yeah, it's not a one star match. That match is it, fun it, as fuck. Either way, yeah. That's but that, that's a that's a Shane McMahon wrestling match. That's an old school Shane McMahon match. Yeah, and I, I was just gonna say like, okay, if he doesn't take the feud into effect, I think that's stupid of him because. If you pay attention to the feud, the story of it, it makes the match that much better. Right. Like without Shane and Miz having making that uh, having a great story, maybe you don't rank the matches and doesn't have as much meaning. Maybe, but for us watching, like that was a that was a huge like that, that was, was a, a huge kind of finish to that story. It was a fun match. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't get how Kofi, like, I just don't understand these ratings. I really don't. Um, 
He's think, a shit stirrer, man. That's all he is he now. Is. And he's a like, shit stirrer, and he knows that it stirs people up. He doesn't care about it, and that's what makes me mad is that people like I I get we're like I sound like we sound like hypocrites because we're fired up about it, but it's not like it's just annoying. It's like because he still thinks that he's like right. you know cr- credible, and it's like no, dude, like you're just trying. You're just a you're just a troll now, and it's not right. You if, know, if that match doesn't have if that match happens in the Tokyo Dome, though, that's a five star match. Oh yeah, that's that's the thing that bugs the fuck out of me. It's like, dude, you're so biased. It's not even funny anymore. Like it's yeah, it's, it's really not. Like why? Just go do your fucking interviews on YouTube and shut the fuck up about yeah, wrestling. Like maybe you just stop crit. Like maybe you stop being a critic to WWE because you're never gonna give them a good rating. And WrestleMania was proof of that because WrestleMania was a great show this past year. Like yeah, and the fact that you're still not giving them a good rating that just speaks volumes to me as a person that he is completely 110 percent biased towards what he's talking about. Yep, and yep. That's not a critic to me. You have to look at it if you're gonna fucking be a critic to something. You have to look at it from every angle, from every direction, and from an unbiased standpoint. Yep. But uh, whatever. Good old cunt Meltzer. <laughs> I fucking hate him. And Brian Alvarez is a douche too. Oh yeah, he's kind of. I think he's kind of the reason why people have this platform on Twitter and YouTube. That like people are so angry when they talk about wrestling. They're so negative. I think they're kind of the reasoning. I think they're the major reason to why people are the way they are when they critique yeah. wrestling now because they listen to them. They well, well, we can be like them. It's like, but you shouldn't be like them. Like, yeah, should, we could easily do that. Yeah. We could easily do that. That's why you know we talk about it. Maybe we're cocky, but we're one of the best at. We will critique the shit out of this 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 company, this business. But after the same time, we will take the time and we will look at it, and we also give an opinion of what what we think they could do and what maybe we will see. And we kind of have a we always have a bit of hope mm-hmm. for each each little part of it. There's some things where just like this is absolutely ridiculous, like the whole Viking experience thing. Yeah, of course. But a lot of the time, we're very we're very open to a lot of things and hopeful and we, we give, we give opinions from all fucking different views. So mm-hmm. don't think of us just fucking haters. We're, you know, right. That's, we don't, yeah. we don't come on here each week. Just like another shitty week of raw. Fuck it. No, we find positives in the three hours of the show and we'll, you know, right. something to look forward to. Right. Um, well, I think it's just like, for example, like people ripped on raw for so long because it was like, Roman was on there and it's like if you take Roman out of the equation take Roman out of your negative or Raw ended negatively because of you know that's how you end Raw before Mania or blah 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 but people start bitching about that and they forget about the rest of the show and how decent the show was before that like right right it's like you guys gotta remember everything that happened on it you can't just look at two segments and be like this is dog shit it's like no just because two segments of a three-hour show two segments out of a 10 segment show doesn't make a bad show that's still an 80 percent like yeah it's like i'd be like watching a you know you watch a three-hour movie and you're like oh there was two parts that just really oh my god that was fucking hurt it's like that's not gonna be fucking perfect now you're not gonna like everything Mm mm-hmm but, you know, all right, you want to bitch about two seconds? Well, you missed t- two and a half hours of a phenomenal movie. So right, and that's that's the way I look at it. And I just think, personally, I think Dave Meltzer needs to stop watching WWE. I mean, when I thought Raw was really bad, I didn't watch for almost a month and a half. Like, yeah. and it was very nice, honestly. I was like, I'll just check their results, whatever, no big deal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think, need to start doing that. Like, 
stop watching and just tell your if you're doing like a show like we do just be like hey i didn't watch this week because like i refuse to watch something that's this bad and guess right. what? We're still here, and we hit three million in reach uh, a couple weeks ago, baby. And that's how show business works. Boom. Mic drop. Boom. All right. Monday Night Raw this past week. Uh, new Sucked. Era. Was trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a pretty decent show. I liked the roster. I thought the pacing was pretty good. Um, it wasn't the best episode I've seen, but like I thought it was decent. It was watchable. It didn't feel like a three-hour show. Yeah, last week kind of felt like a three-hour show because of the shakeup. It was just like mm-hmm. it was, we we said it last week. It was they weren't awkward. It just was what it was to do the shakeup to say, oh, okay, here's the stars, right. here's what we're going towards. But yeah, but like I said earlier I've kind of fucked up this week on me watching wrestling, so I'm kind of foggy on what actually happened Monday <laughs> night. To uh, to be honest, a little bit I was kind of in and out between playoff games, but. From what I saw, like when I was watching, there wasn't anything that I, you know, right, hated, right, and that's I think that's a big tell. It's just like Raw was pretty decent. It kicks off with Rollins and Triple H, Triple H being like you slayed the beast, and all this other stuff. Um, and then you got the six wrestlers that were in the two triple threat matches coming out, and each cutting like a little tiny promo here and there. Miz getting a fucking great pop coming out again. Miz yeah. is on another level right now. He yeah, is, he is. He's starting to come into his own as like one of the better performers of the show. And yep, uh, the two triple threat matches, man, great matches. Um, I think the Miz Corbin McIntyre match was better than the uh, Styles Mysterio Joe match. Yeah, I think so too. Um, we got a couple tweets saying like you thought that one was better. No way. And it's like you just don't like it because Corbin won. Like. Right. That's like that's like the, <laughs> again. That's like the that's like the Roman thing again. It's like you guys didn't like it because Roman won the match, and now you're right. shitting on everything else. It's like guys, it could still like Corbin's a good wrestler. Like I know this is like really hard for people to take in. Baron Corbin is a really good wrestler. I'm yeah. not afraid to say it. He's not a either. great wrestler. He's in just in a piece of shit of a gimmick. That's the that's what's going on with him right now. <laughs> yeah, he just needs to stop serving breadsticks three hours before the show. And... Right. Like, <laughs> Like, but he's Get. he's fun to watch, man. He puts on good matches, and yeah, this past week was no different. Like, yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. Um, and then we go. Uh, so yeah, those two matches were great. I thought Miz, Miz was doing some moves I've never seen Miz do before. Like he's like learned some new moves. I'm like, holy shit! And I think they even said that before. Like, uh, I think they said it on the commentary. I think Renee Young or uh, Corey Graves was like old dog new tricks and renee's like old dog and Corey just goes well he's a veteran renee that's what i mean he's not old just Jesus <laughs> uh graves dude he was saying some shit this past week that was fucking cracking me up i like him man he's good <laughs> there's times where i'm like shut up graves mm-hmm. but like for the most part i'm like this he's <laughs> He's kind of like a little, uh, he's like a funny prick. He's he kind is. of like one of us. Like, he's just a little asshole. Um, there's a couple, I know a lot of fans don't like it, but I think it's hilarious when he kind of stumbles his words a little bit and says something that's just completely incorrect. And Renee, and Renee will, like, say something back to him, and Michael Cole will just kind of chuckle. Well, this past yeah. week, he said something that was, like, really incorrect. 
And Renee and Michael Cole all started laughing, and Corey Graves went to say something, and he started laughing. And I was like, this is great. Like, I'm entertained <laughs> by this. Like, it shows that they're, like, fucking real people. Like, you know? Yeah, and with Graves being, like, the heel commentator, you can get away with being, like, wrong on some things because it just, yep. you know, exactly. makes me be like this idiot. Baby face is a kiss of death. Yep, show sure is. So ask Christian about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> But uh, what else happened on Raw? Oh, the Viking experience is now the Viking Raiders. Which I don't get. Are they a Viking or are they a Raider? Who knows? Like, fuck. And their finishing move now is called the Viking experience. Which, whatever, I'm okay with, I guess. Right. But, but it's just like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, did we ever get, like, a final answer of, like, why they switched the name? Was it really because of war? Uh, no, we never like really using got an the name War. That's the only thing I can think of. But like, but like we said last week, like how many times we've been like we're going to war, like the match is going to war, we're going to go to war, blah yep, blah blah. Right. Like, so I, I don't know. It, I think it was just a bad move by Vince, and obviously the backlash got to him and was like, all right, well, yeah, which is weird. Normally, we'll it doesn't their... like get to him that much. I think that the backlash. I mean, it's just a dumb fucking name. Yeah. It really is. Well, what also made me mad is that they... Uh, nothing against Lucha Underground. I, I kind of like those guys, you know. They're, Lucha Underground. I, I like them when they're not put... Or not, not Lucha Underground. Lucha House Party? Lucha House Party. Wait, when do we go from Raw Sorry. to Lucha Underground? <laughs> Lucha Underground's on at like 2 o'clock on my cable, and I like tune into it every once in a while when I'm wide <laughs> awake <laughs> the past week for like 20 minutes. Uh, Lucha House Party... I. They just kind of put them in like a squash match. Yeah, when they and should be like why kind of being profiled a little more, like because they're they're yeah. fun to watch. Like if anybody's watched two hundred five live before, like they're fun to watch. Yeah, but and also, why are you having the Viking Raiders do a match like that when everybody knows what they're capable of? Right. Right. I, I don't like bringing up people from NXT and then kind of just having them do like these squashing jobs and stuff it's like man we fuck if anybody watched uh the when they were the war raiders against uh warmish whatever war raiders against fucking ricochet and alistair black right are you kidding me that's that's fucking you just put them in a fucking feud right away with somebody that can go yes uh, i'm i, I want to see that more than watch them like next week they'll probably go out there there'll be two random guys i guess to show like how dominant they are but we know how dominant they can be we know how athletic they are you got to just put them into like some kind of story. Oh, I agree. I, totally I think agree. you're wasting. I think you're wasting a ten minute segment on uh, a match like that when you could start a tag team feud that doesn't have to be for the titles. Mm-hmm. That can put them in a feud and start a story there or something. I don't. That's just me being nitpicky. I just I, I don't like it. I don't like when we know what people are capable of. What we've seen in NXT and they bring them up and it's like okay, they're just gonna beat the shit out of people for a month right. to show how tough they are. Like we know that. Yeah, we already seen that. I mean, we've seen that a thousand times. Like, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, and like the people exactly like you said, we know who they are. Like, you don't need we don't need these squash matches. Like, we know exactly mm-hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like and Braun, even, it's not like Braun Strowman like getting a repackage of him getting a singles run. It's like we really didn't know who Braun Strowman was, so that made sense. No, right. But when the War Raiders fucking come up to Raw, they don't need squash matches. We know who they are. Like. Mm-hmm. And even if the people who don't watch NXT don't know who they are, trust me, they'll probably be more impressed watching them go 
fucking just go with another tag team that's good and putting on a hell of a match, they'll be like, damn, those which, guys are good. Which is bullshit because NXT TakeOver was outwatched by uh, outwatched, uh, Royal Rumble back in January. So you know the fucking fans are watching mm-hmm. NXT. So it's back in maybe a couple years ago, maybe I'd agree with that. But now I don't agree with that at all anymore. I think more people are watching nope. NXT than people realize. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, moving on from that, uh, Cedric Alexander had his first match on Raw uh, against Cesaro. Well, not really his first match, but as the Raw roster, his first match. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot, and if anybody watches uh, 205 Live, this loss makes sense because he's in the story right now that he can't get, he can't find his groove. So they're kind of continuing that story a little bit from 205 Live, actually continuing okay. the story that makes sense. Like, wow, yeah, that's a shock. I know, right? And, but but all of a sudden we got Cesaro on Raw, so I guess where Sheamus apparently has a neck injury right now. Oh, so I think the bar was maybe supposed to come back to Raw. But as of right now, it's just Cesaro, which hopefully he gets a nice little decent singles push here. Yeah, definitely. I kind of wish he would lose the mouth guard. Right. I guess he has to wear it. I, but think, I, I, I was going to say, I think he kind of has to wear it right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. But that yeah, fucking uppercut, man. Jesus. Jeez Louise. Did, did you see the uh, like the little video meme gif that WWE made? Yeah. It yeah, was Cedric Alexander jumping. It's like... Uh, what do you it's think Friday. it's Friday? And then it's Cesaro, like it says Thursday on him, and he just, oh my God, he lays him out. <laughs> I like that. Oh, um, yeah. What else happened? Oh my God. The Becky Lynch Alicia Fox match. Oof. Oh boy. Um, Oof. Botchfest. Uh, you know, I like Becky with, I mean, I love Becky. Uh, yeah. Becky two belts, cool gimmick. However, WWE needs to be careful because now we're like Becky's in two separate storylines, and it's kind of like which one do we pay attention to? Which one uh-huh. do you like? Which one matters more? Like it's kind of like uh, you're, you're overdoing it, WWE. You're overdoing it. Like, yeah, just do it for yeah. one title. Just do it for one title at the moment. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, that's yeah. my biggest fear for Becky right now is that they're over going to, they're going to overdo it and they're kind of already starting to, um, I think, I think overdoing it. And then to add on that, they're just going to confuse themselves. Yep. And we saw what happened when they confused themselves before mania with the triple threat feud and they started flip flopping around how downhill it went. And I think, I think the writers and Vince they're it's too much, it's too much. And they're somehow going to. It's going to make Becky look bad somehow. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, yeah, that in that match, uh, some of the botches, though, were not Becky's fault at all. I know, like, JCD fucking trying to say that was Becky's fault in that botch, which was not. Um, the Hurricane Rana? Yeah, yeah, no. Look at Alicia Fox's foot. She, like, steps forward. She, yeah. like, either loses her balance or something. So Exactly. And- she can't support... Becky, because she's not strong enough. Uh, that in that fucking move, on those moves, you don't move your body until the other person has already twisted their body like to the other side of your body. Say that your yeah, stance and starts to pull you needs, down. Yeah, your legs need to be sti- like still. They need yep. to be straight and still. Yep. If you start to move when they haven't even started the rotation of that move yet, 
Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna seriously either injure yourself or injure them. Becky did the right thing, and when she saw that leg move, she stops her rotation and grabs Alicia to almost just have her fall on her. Because right. if Becky goes forward with that move, she's gonna lift her head up, and God forbid Alicia can't control her and drops Becky on her face, which could potentially break her neck, dislocate her shoulder, whatever. Like Becky did. Becky did the right fucking thing on that move and actually just grabbed on and just said, okay, come forward. Like we're aborting this move basically. Yeah. It was like Alicia like jumped a gun and started to throw herself forward yeah. to flip before Becky got around in front of her. Yep. That's what happened. So yep. it was like, nobody's going to call Becky out for a butt. Shut up. Yeah, we will. But that wasn't her fault. Yeah, that we one seen was Alicia, not her fault. <laughs> we've, we know Alicia Fox isn't like the best wrestler. So like, Come on, who are you yeah. gonna pick on that for the fault? No shit, I, I was I was mind blown by that. Um, moving on from that, uh, Robert mm. R- Robert Roode. Uh, oh, you let me ask you. Mm? Well, I was gonna. Well, what do you think of Lacey Evans so far, though? I like her uh, in this feud. Uh, she, I thought I was gonna get annoyed with her. I've actually, um, actually not annoyed with her. I think she's playing her role very well. So do I. I'm, I'm uh, was saying a little more intrigued with this few than I'm going to be with the Charlotte Becky one. I think just because we've seen it so much already. Right. And I kind of, I, I, like we said, I think Lacey Evans has grown. She's playing her role really good. Mm-hmm. Now that, that women's right thing. Becky sold the shit out of that. Yeah, she did. Oh my God. Dropped like a fucking sack of potatoes. But yeah, I, I just wanted to ask what you, th- what do you think about Lacey real quick? Cause it's kind of, we were kind of like, why is she getting a spot? But I think she's doing mm-hmm. good. She's got a character and she's, really really into it and when the char- when the person's bought into the character and sells it it really makes a difference i think she is and yep. I, I like it so far see how it goes and another thing that jcd becky can't keep charlotte out of her mouth i mean well they are feuding again still so why would she not yeah. talk shit on charlotte yeah how about charlotte just cries for the 900th time when she wins the title right <laughs> right do something different exactly um well moving on from that uh Fucking, what was I gonna? What was the match I brought up? Oh, Robert, you're gonna talk about Robert Rude. Robert, Robert Rude. Rude. <laughs> Dude, I like it. He's finally a heel, which he should have been all along. He looked aggressive. He looked mean. And dude, he's bringing shades of like Rick Rude back now. Yeah, like, yeah, he is. And I love yeah, it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and love everybody's it. like, oh, another name change. This isn't really a name change. It's a, it's, you know, Robert Bobby. Actually, a, you know, he was they go called, together. He was actually called Robert Rude for half his TNA run, so suck my dick. Yeah, and uh, it's good because, like, Bobby, you know, if you have a friend named Bob and Bobby, he's, uh, you know, that's a fun little, that's a fun name. Hey, Bobby, what's going on? Hey, Bobby Lashley, my man. Robert is kind of like a prick. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, my my neighbor Robert over here. Turd Ferguson. Yeah, Turd Ferguson. It's the first thing I thought of. I love it. I love the stash. Hey, hey, Robert Rude, when are you making Three Men a Baby Part 3? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, I like it. I like it a lot. Are you going to try and break up Monica and Chandler again, Robert? <laughs> Was that his name in the show? I can't remember. be awesome if it was. I think it was. I think his name was Robert. Oh, be man. crazy. Now it's, now it's driving me nuts. So, uh, him and Gable are still a team? No. No? no. Oh, fuck. Gable went to SmackDown, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. he's Richard. He was Richard. Damn it. Oh, damn. 
Shucks. Oh, man. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's move on to – which, by the way, before we move on, actually, Ricochet losing that match. It's okay, people. It's okay. He's going to yeah. be fine. Calm down. Yeah. Who do you lose to? Robert Roode. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Calm down, people. It'll be fine. It will be fine. It's Everything's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. I wish he was kind of on SmackDown more than Alistair, but it's okay. Um, but uh, moving on, let's go to... Uh, was there any other matches besides the main event? Oh, um... Sami Zayn cutting another fabulous promo. Yep. Oh, man. Dude, that guy... He's so good. He's on fire, dude. He he's is, so good. He is on fire right now, and he is the Daniel Bryan of Raw. Like, just everything oh, he says, easily. you're just, like, listening because he's so good. So good. Ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. I can just it. watch him just come out and just dance for hours. So could I. Easily. Like, two weeks ago, I could have watched him just do that. I could have watched him hype up the crowd for two hours. I would have been fine with it. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's on another level, man. And we, I texted you, and we tweeted about it. And the way he just uses the whole ring in a promo is just so good. He doesn't focus on one part of the crowd. Doesn't focus on one yep. camera. He just goes. Yep. Totally. You know, he stands on the ropes, pointing at people. He's bouncing around the corner. He's falling on the ground on his knees, flopping around. It's perfect. It's so good. Totally agree. Completely agree. Um. And then we have uh, Firefly Funhouse. The creepy Mr. Rogers. I loved it. I like I it too. I can't believe people. It's either. Okay. I've, I, I did notice this. Nobody was in the middle. It's no. either people really liked it or people hated it. Yeah. Which could be a good thing. It's gotten WWE the publicity. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to actually, I want to look it up. How many views does it have on YouTube? That's what I want to see. That's kind of the big tell right now. I'd imagine a bunch. Firefly Funhouse has 2.4 million views in two days. While, what was the, I want to see what the highest rated or highest viewed video was for Raw this past week. That may have been it. Where is it at? Nope. God damn it. Uh, yeah, that is the highest viewed video for Raw this past week. <laughs> the second highest was Styles Corbin main event, but Bray Wyatt has the highest viewed video this past week. So whether you like it or not, WWE is doing something smart here. Yeah, I like it, man. I think it makes him. I think it makes him more mentally messed up. I think so too. You know when you go so crazy that you think you're normal. Dude, I said this. I said this on the podcast last week. I was go, how great would it be if it's like a goofy child's thing? Yeah. For Bray Wyatt, that he's just like overly dark and kind of making fun of himself, and yeah. that's exactly what it is. I it's, love it. It's different, man. Mm-hmm. It is different. Yeah. And then somebody brought up on Twitter, which I really like, and it's not going to happen, but it'd be fucking awesome if it did. If the puppet is Eric Young and the doll is Nikki Cross. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. That'd, that'd be, be cool. Yeah, it would. It'd be 
be awesome. But people, to the people that are complaining about this, though, that are, like, fucking being so negative about it, and this is this is kind of more of a dig at, like, this douchebag from New York. That's what I'm going to call him. Douchebag <laughs> from NY. Um, It's one fucking segment, dude. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Let it see see where it goes. See how it plays out before like right. you start like judging it and everything. Like you can get excited. Like like that think that's fine. But to get angry about it and say, Oh, he's fucking done, he's fucking buried. Douchebag, he has the highest viewed video on YouTube. Like for this past week for Raw and SmackDown. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's something different. How is that bad? Right. Like, right. if he would have came back as the regular Bray, people would be like, okay. So right, exactly. It's just regular Bray. And then, like, he was gone too long. Like, he needed to do something a little different. And then but on, still Bray Wyatt-ish. Yeah. And on top of that, people were making fun of the Mad Hardy Broken Universe thing when it first started. Like, yeah. nobody thought that was going to work. And then it got yeah. over as fuck. Like, yep. Yep. I, I like it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Bray's and- so good. We know how good he is yeah. on the mic. And to the people that were saying, well, it happened in TNA first. Yeah, I'm talking about when it was in TNA, you dumb shit. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> dumb marks. But, yeah, but he's Brian Alvarez wannabe from New York. Uh, people I people need to stop giving this guy fucking attention. Like, uh-huh. like seriously, like this guy is a fucking cancer to wrestling and like he is another he is another factor to like brian alvarez and dave Meltzer. like when you're constantly negative you're giving other people power to be extremely negative to a product and somebody said why sugarcoat a shit show i'm not saying that like the show shitty the show shitty but he's another example of somebody else like brian alvarez and dave Meltzer that no matter how good the show actually was, he's going to focus on one thing and stay on that one thing for three hours and like just shit and shit and shit on it instead mm-hmm. of being positive about what was good about the show. And that's yeah. to me, fuck him. Yeah. I'm with you. That's my pipe bomb. I'm with you. Fickle. Yeah. Fickle. It's just like, I don't, it's Bray Wyatt. Like in no way, shape or form would he take on this, like, agree to do something like this unless he knew he could be good with it. Right. I mean, he was good with the Bray Wyatt. There was nothing wrong with the, what he was before. It's just that they fucking made him keep losing and didn't give him like big wins or anything. That's not on him. Right. You know, they, it was like, they just had him keep losing, but then also go out there and cut promos. Like he's unbeatable. And it's like, well, we're not really buying into that too much now anymore because you're having him lose these big matches where he should be winning. So, yeah, I mean, uh, after he I, lost the WWE Championship, did he win, like, a single match after that? No, I think he just kept losing feuds. And it was like, how are you supposed to build this guy up? Right. You're just like, how is this guy supposed to, like, he's doing nothing wrong. He's cutting great promos and putting on incredible matches. Mm-hmm. You got to give him won. some Ws. He should have won over on Randy at WrestleMania. Oh, definitely. Like, who needed that more? Yeah, Bray did. So stupid. Yep, so dumb. But what do we know, right? Yeah, some marks of the podcast. Um, with that being said, uh, let's move on to the main event now. Let's go Styles Corbin. Uh, I thought the match was pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't really catch it. <laughs> uh, they just have good chemistry together. They wrestled each other a few times on SmackDown, and uh, I enjoyed it. Did I lose you? you there? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it sounded good. <laughs> I mean, is I actually thought Corbin was going to win. Uh, I was actually surprised they're going with Styles Rollins this early. Um, so am I. I kind of thought this would have been saved for SummerSlam. I'm expecting mm-hmm. the match to end in a DQ at Money in the Bank, or maybe a quick cash-in. Oh. So, you know, that's... Yeah, I thought for sure they'd go with uh, Corbin Rollins. Yeah. Babyface heel, but... Unless they turn... Unless they turn AJ heel. Which... I don't see them. I don't see that happening. I wouldn't mind it. I like heel AJ. Yeah, I don't know. I think either way would be good. They'll cut some good promos leading up to Money in the Bank, and it'll be a hell of a match. Yep. 100% agree. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on to SmackDown. SmackDown Live. Uh, I thought it was a decent show. I thought it moved kind of slow, which is kind of. It was nothing really special. The ending was awesome, but um, I feel like we're just going to fly through this episode. Um, Roman, Shane, beginning. At first, I was kind of digging like the whole Roman versus Shane thing because I like Shane McMahon. I think he's a great heel. But then yep. somebody, I think it was Sean Sap, uh, Sean Ross Sap on Twitter, mm-hmm. that said. You could do so much more Roman because it's another Roman versus Authority gimmick. I'm like, oh fuck, it is. Like, I didn't even think about. It. I didn't even think about how many times we have seen this. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. And, but the one thing that I think WWE needs to be careful on is to not overdo Roman like how they did on on Raw. It was already like, fuck, is the Roman effect already in? Like, I was excited yeah. to see Roman on SmackDown, but now I'm kind of like, you, we didn't see Kofi till the end of the show, and it's like, he's your champion. It's like, don't start overshadowing the WWE champion because Roman's on that show. Exactly. It's not necessary. No, it's not. And I like the I like that Elias is helping Shane, though. I do like that. Same. It's like, finally, Elias is part of, like, a really kind of bigger story. Yes, here. thank you. I was about to say that. Like, that's why I'm glad it's, you know, he's feuding with Roman, you know, you know the, the one of the main guys on SmackDown now. And I feel like Elias hasn't really got that, uh, you know, that rub yet from somebody big like Roman. So I think it's great for Elias. He needs to win at Money in the Bank. Elias? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he does. In some way, shape, or form, he has to win. Mm-hmm. Probably with the help of Shane. Yep. Um, I, would ass- I would assume. Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on. What was next? Oh, Balor Andrande. Um, hell of a match. These two, fuck, I mean. Balor's a great performer, but I think this speaks volumes about Andrande and how good Andrande really is. Uh, Andrande can put on stellar matches with anybody. I mean, absolutely anybody. And this match, again, was no exception, and it was no different. Andrade Cien Almas is phenomenal. Tranquilo! Yeah, dude, honestly, I, I see him being a future WWE champion at some point. He should be. Like, he's good. He's fucking he really good. 
he's got and Selena's obviously a huge part to help with promos and stuff, and she's she's a great manager. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, every match Andrade's had, I've just been like, this is incredible. Yep, same. <laughs> same. Yeah. Um. With that said, Balor got Wait. the win again. Uh, like the promo that Balor cut after. What was it? He's like, if Andrade wants my Intercontinental Championship, he's gonna have to try a little harder and work a little harder. I'll be, I'll be here waiting for him. I'm like, nice. We're gonna continue this. Oh damn, Finn! Do you think, uh, you think we get a little Balor Club action, Gallows and Anderson? I doubt it, just because I think they're leaving. I don't think they're gonna re-sign their contracts. Damn, I really want it to happen. So do I. It'd I think Balor awesome. could. I think Balor could benefit from a heel turn, honestly. But yeah, I mean, probably be the best thing for him. Definitely. Um, what else happened after that? I guess after that was it. I think we're missing like one tiny thing in between either that match and Roman or this match and Charlotte. Um. Oh, it was a Kyrie Sane. Was it the this? Asuka and Kyrie versus uh, who they face? Oh, they wrestle the Iconics. Oh, did that happen? Yeah. Oh. Or yeah, Kyrie I was. Sane I think just wrestled Peyton Royce. That's what it was. I think I was in period three of the uh, Boston Toronto game. Yeah, nothing special there, <laughs> but I just love the Iconics, man. So do I. It's so quirky. Billy Kay's new catchphrase that's kind of going around right now. You got to be joking me. I've got to be joking, mate. The way she says it is I know. so good. Billy K316 just said, you got to be joking me. I, and I love the way they like their little like dance they do with the belts. It's so... Dude, it's hilarious. They it's said on so a podcast... Nerdy. Or they said on an interview somewhere that they go back and rewatch like their promos or like their matches, and they said they just laugh their asses off. They're like, we're so annoying, but it's hilarious. Like They just think it's hilarious. I'm like, good, you guys are just having fun then. That's what matters. Exactly. That's why like, I almost kind of compare them to like, like Edge and Christian, and actually other people have too. Because Edge and Christian said they're like, we just did things that we thought like we that made each other laugh, and we're like, well, maybe they'll think it's funny, and like they just go out there and do it. Like they just act like complete, like just little annoying like <laughs> girls, and just do like the quirkiest things that are just so goofy, and it just I like it. On a, I like it a lot, man. On a promo stance, they kind of are like a female Edge and Christian. On a, on a just on a promo stance alone. Oh yeah, and um, I really, I, I don't know, I just really like them. They're hilarious. They're yeah, they're they're good. They're something different for the tag team division instead yep. of just like the kind of typical tag teams we've seen, where it's like. And yeah, we're gonna we're coming for the top, and it's our belts, and blah, blah, blah. It's like okay, we've heard that from like nine other tag teams. It's like a breath of fresh air to just have two goofy, annoying little <laughs> little wrestlers out there just fucking pissing you off. Like, why are they champions? Like, yeah. God damn it! Katie walked downstairs. She goes, "They're still champions." I go, "Yes, I hope they stay champions forever." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's it's different. It's something different. It's entertaining. It is. It's very entertaining. Um. Moving on from them, we got the uh, the promo that Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte all did. I thought was really good. I thought that promo was very well done. 
How did Bailey do? I missed it. Bailey was good. She was. Was she? She okay, got. Good. She finally started using like a little hard again. It reminded me of her in NXT. I was like, finally. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because her last few promos are just. It's like she's almost like quiet. We talked about it last week. She's like almost like nervous or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. And Charlotte and Bailey had a really good match. There's a couple botches here and there, but other than that, the match was really good. It was fucking brutal in some parts. They were beating the shit out of each other. And hmm. uh, Charlotte did her moonsault. Bailey was gonna was supposed to roll out of the way, and when yeah. Bailey rolled out of the way, she didn't roll far enough out of the way. Charlotte like lands on her feet all almost on Bailey. I think she landed on her leg at one like at a part. Oh. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, why are you rolling that way? You should be rolling towards, like, the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going, Bailey? Either way, good yeah. match. Uh, Charlotte won, so Charlotte gets the number one contender against uh, Becky at Money in the Bank. Becky's saying that she's defending both titles, which I like. Yeah. You know, I like that she gets to defend both titles, but at the same time, I just wish, like, they would just do one. Yeah, and I mean, I'm assuming she'll drop it to Charlotte. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Uh, they will. I, th- I think they know that if they drag on the two belts thing too long, it's gonna they're gonna run into problems. They're gonna confuse themselves. So they're gonna give it to Charlotte, so Charlotte can be happy. Cause she probably threw a fit. Honestly, believe that. Like I know Charlotte's really, really, really good, mm-hmm. but I honestly think that like she literally does not want to do anything unless she's the champion. I, I, which, I don't see that actually. I do. I don't know why. I watched her twenty four thing, and I was just like. You're kind of annoying. Was it her 24 or was it a Chronicle? Her Chronicle, me. Because uh, I don't think she um, has whatever, a 24. Her Chronicle, the one I like to recently came out. Yeah, well, she's staying in character. Uh, no, I don't I don't know. It was... Becky stayed in character for hers. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but I don't know. This one didn't... No, this one was more... Uh, I feel like it was like real, real Charlotte, and I was just like... I don't know. I was just annoyed by it. Like, she's really good. She's worthy of being a champion, but like... I don't know. I feel like if she's not the champion, she's going to like somehow make sure she's in the picture, which I guess she deserves, but at the same time, it's not going to hurt you to like just be in like a normal fucking feud and not be the champion. Yeah, but... Jesus. At the same time... I don't know. Time, I think I'm just, I'm just being a little bitch. <laughs> at the same <laughs> I'll time... I'll admit it, I'm being a bitch. At the same time, I would love to... Honestly, if anybody's going to get the title back, it's, you know, you're not going to like it. It should be Charlotte, and she should hold on I to know. it for yeah. a while. She should be that heel champion that holds on to it for a while. And then cuts the same promo every week, JCD. Because <laughs> she does. I'm the queen. That's, I know. That's what I was trying to say to JCD. I'm like, every wrestler cuts the same promo every week. That's like the one of the bad things about WWE right now is that they yeah. all cut the same promos. Except for NXT. NXT does not. They evolve their they, characters. Nope. Yep, they sure do. They do something right down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on from that... Was it? I thought there was one more thing in between Owens and New Day. Uh, on a blank, because this is when I kind of started toning out of SmackDown, turned on the hockey game, because I turned on SmackDown on my phone. Um. Nope. Nope. There was nothing else. It goes right into. Nope. Oh, I guess Lars Sullivan beat up our truth again and beat up Chad Gable. Whatever. Um, <laughs> neat. Yeah, neat. Oh, by the way, if you want to get Chad Gable over, give him back his ready, willing Gable gimmick in yep. fucking uh, 
have him not wrestle Jinder Mahal every week like how they did <laughs> last year on Raw and it didn't work. He needs, yep. Like, and somebody said was like, well, if he's that good, it shouldn't matter who he wrestles. It's like, no, dude, you need two wrestlers. Like, yeah, fuck. takes you, takes two to tango. You're yeah. dancing in there, so. Like, no, you need him like with somebody interesting. Have him put on fucking fucking stellar matches, man. Do you know how good William Weagle? William. William Regal is, and he had to put a match with Goldberg, and he could only do so much. Yeah. We've exactly. seen that match. So, yeah, you, you can be the best in the world, but that other person needs to know how to dance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's – I'm sorry. Gender's okay, but he's nowhere near, like, fantastic. Like – No. He's a safe, like, generic – he's a generic wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he is. Like Idiots. if I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I'm creating a wrestler on a video game, that would create Jinder Mahal. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's basic. He has clotheslines. He's the most basic wrestler there is. He really is. Yeah. Nothing special to his moveset. Nope. Not one bit. No. But uh, yeah, that happened. But the main event, uh, Kofi Kingston versus Shinsuke Nakamura, was a really good match. Um, I'm starting to really like Shinsuke and Rusev together, like as a team. And just as like just group, I don't know something about it. I wish they were singles wrestlers. Don't get me wrong, but I'm digging yeah. them together. Um, okay, growing on you a bit. Yeah. With that being said, we got Owens and Xavier on the uh, commentary, the fake commentary table again, <laughs> and that was pretty entertaining. Uh, I said the, I was like, oh, Owens is gonna probably gonna turn. I said this to Katie. I was like, Owens is probably gonna turn here, and sure enough. Owens with that super, I love like how they try to get you off, like try to throw the crowd off by thinking like maybe not, maybe mm-hmm. he's not gonna turn, like maybe he's gonna help him out, and then super kick. Loved it, devastating. Loved it, and then we got mean Kevin Owens again, which kind of sucks because I was really enjoying face Owens, but you can't go, you can't go wrong from heel Kevin Owens. Oh no, and it's a perfect feud for Kofi to go into. Yep, I uh, like it's. Yeah, man. Boy, did that got me right in the heart when mm-hmm. he kicked him. I said, damn it. I, I love fun Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Now, do you have Big E come back and fuck over Kofi for being pissed that they let Kevin Owens take his spot for a little bit? Or do you have Kevin o- or do you have Big E come back, help Kofi, and then on SmackDown turn on Kofi? I was thinking more along the lines of like, well, how long is Biggie going to be out for? I don't think too, too long. I'll say maybe almost just, this seems pretty simple, but I don't know if KO, somehow you play an injury storyline for Kofi, but Biggie comes back and to defend Kofi's honor, and then Biggie becomes the champion. I was kind of thinking more along the lines of like, it seems like they're writing Xavier off TV for like a little bit, not too long, but he took that powerbomb to the apron after the yeah. show or at, at the end of the show so I'm wondering if Owens just keeps attacking Kofi by himself and then you see Xavier come out maybe at the pay-per-view and he's like I'm not alone and Big E comes out and they just beat the shit out of Kevin Owens oh yeah that'd be awesome and then you're, you're really still on the train of Big E turning aren't you I am man I can I think it's just coming I think it's totally yeah. coming I, I obviously I'd be very I don't like I don't want it to happen, it's set but up I won't perfe- be upset if it happens. It is set up perfectly now for him to turn. 
for him to get mad and be like, I would never replace any of you. And then like, you know what I mean? Like it's set up perfectly now for him to get angry about it. I know. I just don't want it to happen. <laughs> it's just, I just <laughs> can't have that heartbreak. <laughs> there's too much heartbreak. Oh, there's, there's NHL playoff heartbreaks. We got heartbreaks coming with Game of Thrones probably this week. I can't handle wrestling Avengers. heartbreaks. Don't at forget the about same Avengers. Time. Avenger heartbreaks. I mean, I can only handle so many heartbreaks. <laughs> I'm not Shawn Michaels, okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, need my smile. I lost my smile. Man. If but he yeah. was a Ninja Turtle, he'd be Raphael. I lost my sigh. <laughs> I'm just a sexy turtle. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I, I'm with you, man. I mean, it, I think we're going to see something huge with the New Day story coming in. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Doesn't mean we won't ever see the New Day come back together again. I mean, you had Seth Rollins turn on the shield. Yeah, that's we had what, a shield come back, you know. So. That's some of the best parts about, like, a group breaking up is bringing them back together. You get those special moments. I mean, look at DX. Look at the shield. NWO. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, those were some of like the coolest. Those are sometimes like the coolest moments is when you get a group back together. And the New Day has built up their legacy so well that like yeah. when they come back together, it will. Oh, be it's gonna be good. They're gonna they're gonna come back and they're gonna be in the ring looking at each other, and somebody's gonna pull out a pancake or bootios or or bootios, and they're gonna sit down. They're gonna eat pancakes together. Or there's <laughs> somebody's gonna slowly start like like moving their hips. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like the shield fist thing, except it's just them fucking gyrating. And Kofi like slowly starts like twerking. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It it it'll be especially for the future for them. I mean, it, it'll be it it'll suck to happen now. But hey, you know what? Families fight. Yep. Things happen. They stop talking, but then you know, forgive and forget, and come bring the band back together, and you get a big moment. So yeah, like I said, don't want it to happen. I know there's a part of you that doesn't want it to happen either, but. You know, when it hap- but when it happens, it'll be, it'll be huge. Do you want to know who I think would be a fantastic heel by himself? Xavier Woods. Yeah, I actually yeah. kind of like everybody's expecting Big E to turn. How big of a swerve would it be if Xavier's the one that turns? Kind of like nobody saw Rollins turning on the Shield. Everybody thought it was going to be Ambrose. <laughs> right. And Xavier's the one that turns. He's got I'll the trombone okay in hand at all times. That's what I was going to say. He smacks like Big E in the back of the head with the trombone and then just starts attacking Kofi. Yeah. Dude. What if it is Oof. Xavier the turn? Man. That would and be you know, awesome. And I feel like he's just like such a good mouthpiece to where he can he could cut a promo to, you know, he'd be a good heel in promos. And he would because he's so intelligent too. Like He's also, yeah, he's got a PhD in psychology. Yeah, dude, he'd be he good. he uh, he knows how to fuck with the mind. I'm sure, for sure. But what does that do to up down, up up down down? Keep it going. Like I nobody, know. nobody ever. That's the one thing about wrestling that kind of bugs me now. Like with these fans are like, well, it fucks up like their personal stuff. It's like fuck, everybody <laughs> almost got major ass mouth there. Almost <laughs> stroking over here. Um, <laughs> fucking. Uh, Everybody knows that wrestling isn't real now. Like everybody right. understand. Well, except for that one guy that was going back and forth with me. But uh, right, <laughs> I can't believe that guy. Why would it? Why would Selena Vega want to go over to SmackDown and continue to help out Andrade if he's just gonna have Charlotte, motherfucker? 
Are you serious? Shut up. (laughs) Just shut up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Like, I know I probably wouldn't, but if they, if, like, Xavier Woods wanted to, like, if he, like, turns on him and he has, like, if Big E came on up, up, down, down, or Kofi, like, and they just kind of played on the animosity of what happened, like, it could be pretty entertaining, too, for, like, that channel. Yeah. You know, like, those guys, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It would, I mean, those three are just so good that no matter what happens, however they break up, it's going to be, it'll probably be one of the best things going, like, when, when it happens. Honestly. Oh, my God, that'd be actually hilarious, like, subtle, like, the hatred towards each other when they're playing the video games. Like, I don't, really don't want to be on the show right now. I was like, I don't want you on my show, but you got to play this game. <laughs> yeah. You think I really want you on this show? I think that'd be hilarious, actually. Oh, yeah. And it's per- New Day's the perfect team to do it with. Like, like something like that, anyways. Yeah. And then you just have Tyler Breeze there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting dingers! <laughs> Hit some dingers! Um, with all that being said, uh, last thing on SmackDown, they showed promo videos for uh, Buddy Murphy and uh, Aleister Black on SmackDown. So, I like oh, it. Boy. Buddy Murphy, I hope, like, just has a great future on SmackDown. He's so good. Same. I like him now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like him now. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, 205 Live, pretty good, uh, except for now they have David Otunga in the commentary booth, which I don't like. Yeah. I know, and he's wearing some weird jacket. But Oni Larkin versus uh, Arya Davari, main event, solid match, very solid match. I liked it a lot. Winner faces Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight title, and I think Arya Davari won. So hmm. I like it. It's kind of a rebuilding stage for 205 right now. I like it a lot. Um, Interested. And then NXT this week. Oh, man. The War Raiders, because that's who they are on NXT, uh, versus Street Profits was fucking fun, and it was fast. It was a fast match, but it was a good match. Damn, I like those street profit guys. So do I. They took it to War Raiders, like they were walking down on the entranceway, and one of the street profits guys just like flew over the top rope and took them both out. The like, crowd was going nuts. Like they almost won the match like right away. Crowd was going insane for them. And then the main event, Johnny Gargano versus uh, Roderick Strong, with Adam Cole accidentally kicking uh, Roderick Strong in the face. Oh. And they're kind of arguing back and forth as the show Accidentally? Ended. Yeah, he thought it was Gargano. He had his back turned. He like turned around and kicked him. And then he was like, oh, shit. And then Gargano won the match. Okay. And Matt Riddle is getting involved with Undisputed Era helping out Gargano right now. Oh, is he really? Yeah. yeah oh, he I ran like down and helped out Gargano. And backstage was hilarious because like, Adam Cole's like cutting a promo. And he... Matt Riddle's like, whatever, bro. And he's like, he's like, I think you're just scared, man. <laughs> like, and Adam Cole's like, what are you doing here anyways? He goes, simple. I have a photo shoot right after you. I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's going to be good. Yeah. And then he goes, all right, let's get this photo shoot going. And he starts doing like three like poses like right in a row. I was just dying. I saw, the, I saw the Snapchat you sent me. I was dying. Man. Oh, my God. Great. Man, that's good for Matt Riddle, man. Kind of getting a uh, little shot to the, I wouldn't say shot to the top, but, you know, he's well, up now there with Gargano, Undisputed Era. Yeah. So, I like it. I, I like, like that they're continuing the Gargano-Cole story, too. Yeah, thank God. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you might as well. I mean, what else were they going to do? Right. That, that's where, like, I was hoping that they wouldn't just, like, jump, like, shoot uh, Riddle into the story. Uh-huh. Or, like, into a title match, but it looks like he's just, like, slowly going to be in the story, which I like. The NXT is just fucking on fire right now. Like, yeah. it legitimately is. And, just doing it right. Yeah, they are. Uh, Keeping Shirai it simple. Got attacked backstage by the uh, two women that are with Shayna Baszler. So they're continuing that story. Uh, Candice LeRae and uh, that little chick that's dating Ricochet. I forget her name. Uh, Katie Catazzaro. Catazzaro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they defeated uh, Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne, which I really okay. like those two together. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think if anything else happened. Oh, and... Uh, Jackson Riker, is that his name? Of Forgotten Sons? Which, they're fucking growing on me. Like, big time growing on me. They're so good at being heels on that, on that show. <laughs> and they, uh, Jackson Riker, who do you wrestle? He wrestled, uh, oh, Humberto Carleo, Car- how do you pronounce his name? He's on 205 Live now, too. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. But Oni Larkin and, uh, Danny Birch came down and helped him out against the Forgotten Sons. And, like, kind of like a massive, like, brawl took place at the end of their match. Just good show. NXT was good. Cool, cool. All right. That's about well, that's, Let's hit him with that one, two, three pinfall, and let's get the fuck out of here, eh? Got some Blues hockey to watch tonight. Yeah, we do. Fucking T-minus. Fuck. Three hours. hours. Yeah. Three? Wait. Is that 8.30 or 7.30? 8.30. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, it's one, two, it's three, finish. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, 8.30 game time, but the puck won't drop to like 8 fucking 40, 8.45. I know. Which is the worst. It is. It's the worst when you go to the games, because like when you, especially if they lose, and it's like yeah. midnight, and you're like, god damn it. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> could be, could just go to bed right now. Yeah, I gotta see Avengers tomorrow. <laughs> oh, rough. <laughs> uh, my one, two, three, finish. Uh... My number one, um, Bray Riot, Bray Riot, Bray Wyatt, Bray Riot. Uh, the uh, the oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. What is it? The the fun fun house. The Firefly fun house. Firefly fun house. Love it. I was wondering when Bray was going to finally return. Now we get it. Hopefully. Hopefully we get what you said where we got Nikki Cross and uh, Eric Young. Eric Young be very, very cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two uh, – God, I'm struggling this week because I fucking didn't watch much. Uh, my number two um, – I'll just give a shout-out to uh, Lacey Evans like we did a little bit ago. I've just really kind of – she keeps growing on me week and week. She's mm-hmm. dedicated to her promos. I, I like it. I'm open to it. I'm going to give it a shot, give it a chance. Hopefully uh, hopefully she doesn't fuck up or piss me off. <laughs> uh, and my number three, shout out to Seth Rollins for uh, being on Monday Night Raw with the title. I don't know if that's mandatory or not to be on there when you have the title, but uh, it sure makes a difference when <laughs> – you end the show, and your champion comes out face to face with to Styles, face to dude. face with Styles. To oh Rematch. wow, look at this little emotion setting in. 
telling a little bit of a story because we got a champion there, and it's not just the guy who's going to wow. – AJ Styles doesn't have to wait four weeks for someone to come out and – Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and, wow. uh, you know, and only see him once. So thank you, Seth Rollins, for fucking fulfilling your promise no and doubt. being there. So hopefully uh, – said so he's got the ball in his hands. Hopefully, and uh, hopefully he can live up to his hype and mm-hmm. everybody else's hype and uh, be a damn good champion. I think I, I think he will. I think uh, AJ will be a good feud for him. And I'm just I'm just so grateful to have him on the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> my God. So yeah, that's my uh, my one two three finish. Nice, nice. Uh, my number one, Sammy Zayn is a motherfucking oh, legend. Fuck. Good one. <laughs> He's just a fucking legend already. Oh, He's yeah, just he a is. fucking legend. Uh, yep. Number two, shout out to uh, the Iconics. I just, I love you. Like, yeah. Iconic. Iconic. And they have like one of the best theme songs in WWE right now. They really do. I love that. When that fucking bass drops at the very beginning. Yeah. Love it. Uh, and my number three. Shout out NXT. Just fucking great show right now. Like, I mm-hmm. fucking great roster. Like, that theme song, though. Uh, I, I don't mind the theme song. I just hate the beginning with all the wrestlers, like, in the ring together, like, just kind of singing the song together. Yeah. It's kind of like, come on. You can do a little cringy. A little, yeah. like, eh. And then they get away from that. Like, all right, here we go, NXT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my one, two, three. And uh, also, uh, side note. Bray Wyatt, love you. Love yep. it. Yep, love it, yep. Mr. Rogers. Dark, <laughs> fucked up, drug, drugged out Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, with gloves and stuff. <laughs> and gloves and stuff. Creepy. <laughs> and chainsaws. All right. <laughs> well, you can follow Offended on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at OffendedPod. Make sure to go to www.prowrestlingtees.com and search offended buy our t-shirt make sure to go follow pwp nation at pwp nation on all social media platforms as well uh make sure to go listen to our normal our main show offended which is out now came out yesterday thursday <laughs> and we also have hockey talks game of thrones special limited limited series podcast we have out talking about every episode after they come out be out on tuesdays you can find all of this including this show Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Trick1042. You can follow Stoutsy at JimmyJames9417 on Instagram and Twitter, and James V. Stout on Snapchat. Nice, nice, nice. All right. We'll see you, Marks, next week. Have a good weekend for Stoutsy. I'm Tricky. This has been the Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up by Offended, presented by PWP Nation. Later. Bye.